This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, my Rabbi Sai, a few imponderables on Parshas Vayetze. We go to the beginning of the Parsha. Number one. Vayifka Bamakoim. Vayifka Bamakoim. Literally, he met up with the place. He reached the place. Rashi says, Rabbi Seinu Persho Lashon Tfila. He davened. Now what's Bamakoim? L'choyro then, if Vayivka is a Lashon of Tzvila, Bamakoim refers to Hashem. Doesn't it? Vayivka Bamakoim. If that's the case, shouldn't it say Vayivka Lamakoim? He davened. To Hashem. So you say, well, it can't say that because then the simple meaning of the Pasuk would not have any mashmas because it has to say he reached the place. It can't say he reached to the place. So then how do you read he davened? He davened, does Bamakoim not mean HaKadosh Baruch Hu then? Does Bamakoim mean at the place? Does Bamakoim mean at Har Hamoiria? What What then would Bamakoy mean? So you would have to say that Bamakoim, even in this drush of Chazal, Bamakoim still does not refer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It means Har HaMaria. Okay. Maybe. Chavtes Yud. Yaakov Avinu comes to Rachel. And what does he do? He cries. Says Rashi, why did he cry? Because he had nothing to give her. Could somebody please tell me why Yaakov Avinu is getting hysterical about this? Alright, he has nothing to give her. What could he do? Somebody took his money. That's a reason to cry? I mean, what's he crying about? Is that a reason to cry? What could he do? I mean, he does. it's very nice. This girl is, her, is his cousin. He's going to marry her. So what, why was Yaakov crying that he had nothing to give her? Why was it so important to Yaakov to give Rachel something that he cried that he had nothing to give her? So what? I mean, he knew he was going to marry her. Don't say, well, if he has nothing to give her, he can't marry her. He knew he was going to marry her because he already, according to the first shot of Rashi, he knew he would marry her and not be buried with her. So he knew the whole story. So he knew he was going to be married. So what's he crying that he has nothing to give? Maybe he should be disappointed. He's not happy about it. But crying? That's a pretty extreme emotion. Just because he doesn't have anything to give her. Okay. You ready? This is a great one. Tarek Lamed Pasuk Yedalad. It says, Vayihi bimei it was the harvest, and they didn't take wheat and barley, but something which is hefker, that nobody is makbid about. I don't understand. Oh, look how great the shvatim are. They didn't rob the bank. They took something from hefker. I mean, what's, this is the big shavach of the Shvatim. They didn't steal? 
Oh, you know, I was just at the Gudur convention. You know, the Mayetzas Gudur, they're so great, they don't rob banks. So we should all look up to them. I mean, there are many nice things we could say, but why, why is it a great praise that the Shvatim didn't rob? And by the way, don't say, this is not even Eretz Yisrael, that you could say that they didn't take land that ultimately would belong to them. They're, not, they're in Chutzaretz over here. Okay. Um, let's see what else I got. One more. This is actually a Ha'ara. In Parak Lamed, Pasuk Lamed Hay, it says that the deal with Yaakov was that he was going to get all the striped and the speckled, but first he removed the striped and the speckled so that nobody should suspect that he that the striped and speckled animals that are, be, are being born were impregnated by the fathers who were striped and speckled. So here's one bomb kasha. In the end of the day, how did, Avra, how did Yaakov produce all these striped and speckled animals? The Malachim went, and they stole Lavan's white, uh, striped and speckled animals, and they impregnated the females, and they produced animals like them. I don't understand. How is Yaakov allowed to keep that? The Malachim, well, Yaakov didn't steal. The angels stole. Angels are allowed to steal? I mean, the whole reason why Yaakov removed them is because he didn't want anyone to suspect that the animals being born are from fathers who are striped and speckled. But they were from fathers who were striped and speckled. That's where they were from. So it was Geneva. Angels are allowed to go. I have a question. If I could command an angel, they could go into your house, take your wallet and bring it to me? That would start a new business. Commanding angels to do gazela. Angels are allowed to steal? Geneva Mamish. No, Yagovino said it wasn't me, it was my henchmen, the angels. But I have an interesting diuk. It says that he removed on that day of the male goats, the striped and the speckled, and all the goats, Nekudas, Koil, Asher, Lavan, Bai. Sarashi says what that means is anything that had a spot of white. But I can't help but read it. Anything that Lavan was in. That somehow the Pashat reading of the Pasuk indicates that Lavan's ideology somehow was imparted into some of these animals. And Yaakov wanted to, nothing to do with animals that had Lavan in it. Not white, Mr. Lavan. That's what the Pasuk says. Koyal Asher Lavan Ba. Yeah, we know it means anything that had a white stripe. But the way the Torah phrases it is Koyal Asher Lavan Ba. Is that just a play on words? Or is it somehow Yaakovino sensed that, that we know that the, there's a concept that animals are affected by society. And Yaakovino had the spiritual capacity to detect the animals Asher Lavan Ba. So he said, remove the animals that Lavan are that, that Lavan is in. Anyway, I just wanted to say hello to you today because I missed you so much. We'll continue Bez Hashem. Uh, there'll be the Ian Shear Sunday morning, and then back to regular schedule coming week. Wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos, Brachvat Slacha, the Chal Tov. Thank you. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.